Welcome to Help and Hope, a podcast of CCEF. Hi, this is Winston Smith. Welcome to Help and Hope, a podcast of the Christian Counseling and Educational Foundation. I'm your host today. I'm a faculty member of the CCEF, and I'm joined by faculty member Mike Emlett and CCEF graduate uh, student Miriam Herzog. And today I want to ask you about the issue of boredom. Mm-hmm. We got a, a question uh, submitted recently that asks, can boredom be addressed scripturally? And Mike, let me ask you to kick us off. Yeah, when I think of the word boredom, I, I, think, I think what the questioner is talking about is probably it's more virulent form, you know, not a, gee, I don't, I don't know what to do for this hour kind of, kind of feeling, but a more pervasive lack of purpose, lack of direction, a general shrug of shoulders to life itself. So I think that's the way I'd approach the question. Um, and when I when I think of, I mean, you're not gonna you're not gonna find boredom in the concordance of you know mm-hmm. of uh, the Bible, um, but I think it's um, the the antidote, if you will, to boredom is throughout the pages of, of Scripture. I, I guess one, I mean, one of the things when I think about boredom, I think boredom says I need I need to be entertained. I need to be. Um, transfixed I need I need to be um, the center and that is in itself very anti um, anti-biblical it's anti-christian in the sense that from the beginning God God created people with a noble purpose to to partner with him in ruling the world on on his behalf so we as human beings, it's it's built into image bearing that we are, I mean, that we are given a a noble task, um, and so I think that f- from the from the start from creation is an antidote uh, to boredom because we've been given a an incredible purpose. Um, we're, we're an image bearer of the living God. How can anything be boring about that? Uh, there, I mean, there are many things that. You know that the Christian life is uh, described as in, in Scripture. Certainly, at times challenging, hard, difficult, um, but boring isn't one of them. So it's kind of like the word boredom uh, is an experience that can point you in, in in several different directions, right? I mean, if you've if you've had kids at all, you know that. <laughs> That at some point you will hear them say we're bored, mm-hmm. which is a very irritating thing. I, as a parent, I found that really irritating um, because I long to be bored. Um, I want to have a moment where I can't think of something to do. Um, but but this question and the way you're addressing it, Mike, goes to bigger and deeper issues. That maybe the word boredom, it maybe it maybe gives you a glimpse of an experience, but it points to bigger issues of of purpose. Uh, why am I here? And you're mm-hmm. saying that, well, if you answer that question, why am I here with, well, to glorify God, you've got a lot to think about and you've got a lot to do. Right. But you're pointing to something else, which is 
there can be a very me-centered quality to complaining of boredom, which can point to, I live to be stimulated. I live mm-hmm. to be entertained. So, mm-hmm. so if I'm hearing you right, when you start thinking of the word boredom, you want to think bigger and you want to think deeper. What am I saying mm-hmm. perhaps about myself and am I living in an awareness that I live in mm-hmm. God's world for his purposes? Am I, am I hearing you right? Yeah, that, that's right. That it's um, when, we, when we say we're, we're bored, and again, maybe not the innocuous, boy, what do I, I don't know what to do for the next five minutes kind of thing. Um, but more that that deeper, in a sense, dissatisfaction uh, with life and what is before me for today or the next few weeks or years. Yeah, it's saying something about how I view myself. It's saying something about how I view how I view God. Um, it's thinking of what Peter says to um, to the Christians that he's writing to in First in Peter 2. It's, he basically gives them an identity uh, statement. He says uh, in First Peter 2, um, starting in verse 9, But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God, okay, identity, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you have not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. It's sort of like Peter's saying, here's your identity, here's your mission. They're, they're absolutely wedded together. And I think when someone is bored, um, fundamentally there is this... When someone is bored, fundamentally there is this disconnect between identity and mission. There's, there's, a, there's a wrong view of yourself and a wrong view of what you've been called to do. So like that makes perfect sense to me. Now, can you, and Miriam, jump in here as a mother, okay? Can you take that idea and can we, how do you scale that down to a kid size idea? Do you know what I mean? Like, um, I don't know. I don't know that I ever did that well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I don't know if we want to pick up First uh, Peter there and read to the kids. Like, what do you? I mean, how do you? How could you translate that into a small kids' mm-hmm. world? It's, it's interesting. I've actually experienced this on both ends. As a mother, feeling bored mm-hmm. because I was sitting there mm-hmm. uh, playing with trucks and <clears throat> having two you. having two boys. I'm in this okay. boy world and. A lot of times I can't relate to what's going on with mm. my sons, and I, I struggle to enter in. And I've come back to, as, as Mike has said, a mission statement, a purpose. What am I doing right here, right now? Is there a way to make this play more meaningful okay. for the child and for me? Because then I am being self-centered. I'm saying, I don't, I don't like these trucks. I don't want to play mm. this. this. I'm bored. No yeah. yeah, entertain me. I, I'm still, mm-hmm. you know, I have that mentality. Also, seen my kids struggle with it, and I do often see that boredom comes when they've had a lot of TV or stimulation. And uh, it's mm-hmm. so funny we would be addressing this because I just read an article uh, last week about this idea. It was from a parenting journal, mm-hmm. saying that actually you need to get them to say "I'm bored," and you take take away all stimulation for a while, and then let them squirm in the boredom for a while, and then they'll go and start creating and imagining. And you can guide that. Yeah. 
but it actually encourages mm-hmm. you not to do the quick fix as the parent to come in and say, okay, let me fix it sort quickly. Of up the ante, right. up the right. stimulation ante. And, say, and then maybe give them a couple pointers. Well, you have this in your room, or what about building a fort outside, mm-hmm. or... You what know, about folding the laundry? Yeah, what about, well, yeah, I, don't, I right. don't do that very well. Sometimes it's the parents like, that's oh, right. you're bored? Well, I have plenty of that's things right. for you to do. It's like, well, that yeah. really doesn't address their mm-hmm. heart. It really doesn't right. um, It really doesn't help them to learn to deal with that sense of that's what they're right. feeling. That's so right. what you're saying is pushes them in that direction a bit. And I was thinking of one more thing, you know, as far as what you were saying about who we are, what we're called to be, you know, what about setting an appropriate challenge for ourselves or for our children, saying, well, what's one thing we could do to challenge ourselves outside of that thinking, to serve, to help, and that kind of a thing? So who's, who's one person you could minister to this week? A project mm-hmm. you could do, a card you could write to a neighbor who's sick or so whatever, you know? directing them to, to love and service That's right. people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Ed welch wrote a blog a couple of years ago called um a fascination with boredom mm-hmm. and he talks about that what he calls kind of macro boredom that that boredom that's a a fruit of kind of a, a larger problem sense of purposelessness and he suggested writing a mission statement for mm-hmm. yourself or writing right. several mission statements mm-hmm. for yourself in other words asking that bigger question and i guess in a sense saying answer the question that your soul is really asking, which is, why am I here? What am I supposed mm-hmm. to be doing? And um, I think that's a pretty good idea. Maybe that's scaling it up from a kid's size. Maybe you, maybe at a kid level you say, you know, God put you here for a reason, and mm-hmm. it's not just to watch TV, honey, and that's to have right. fun, yeah. but we need to be thinking about how we can reach out and care for other people. Mm-hmm. And we can do that same thing for ourselves as adults and counselees. Mm-hmm. You know, and say, okay, well, this maybe what this experience is saying is you need more purpose and you need a direction. And you start thinking, why am I here? And, and it can be as concrete as writing out a mission statement and then getting mm-hmm. concrete about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what does that what does that look like in that mission statement carried out in day to day life, moment by moment? I mean, I, I'm thinking also of what uh, what Paul says in Ephesians two ten. This is kind of another take, really, on what. Peter said in 1 Peter 2, but Paul says, For we are God's workmanship, mm-hmm. there is the identity, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, right. which God prepared in advance for us to do. So there's always, there's always something that he, that he has in mind for us. And that, I mean, I think that's a, that's a massive and glorious antidote to boredom, that we are, we are God's workmanship, and there, there, are, there are good works that he has for us. Um, and so to ask, well, what, is, what could that be right now? If I'm, if I'm feeling a bit aimless, if I'm feeling like, eh, uuh, you know, what do I do? It's a great question to ask mm-hmm. in my specific context right now. Mm-hmm. Great thoughts. Thanks for joining us today. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. Thank you for joining us. For more information about CCEF and its resources, visit us on the web at ccef.org.